Hey everybody and welcome to Total Recap, your podcast about the women of WWE. I am your co-host Dane and always by my side is how head of security Kesha and virtually and what could only be deemed as a, um, a, a win on my side in lockdown. Josh, you're somewhere virtually. Hello. Hello. I am here and <laughs> it is good not to have to sit so close to you. Thank fucking God. When you turned yeah. off your camera, I was like, oh, thank God. I can, like, take off my shirt. <laughs> yeah. Like, the 1.5 just isn't quite enough. No, I really need about, <laughs> <laughs> I really need, like, uh, 20Ks at this stage in my life around you. Yeah, um, cool. <laughs> so, guys, this might be a little bit different. Um, there might be some glitches. We don't really know what we're doing. However, yeah. we're going to try to do this episode um, virtually. So, we've got, like, <laughs> three sets of headphones in. We're trying to record. Josh is actually technically disadvantaged. So who the Highly. fuck knows? <laughs> it's probably just going to be me talking and then me replying to me, but no one's going to hear your side. Yeah. I mean, that's how most of your conversations go. So, <laughs> I mean, like who doesn't want to listen to me for 40 minutes every fucking other week, you know? Me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, and we should probably get this out of the way, Josh, by... Yes. By saying, fuck you, Kyle. Like, you can just get fucked. Fuck you, Kyle. <laughs> get wrecked. <laughs> Josh, we have so much to discuss because you weren't here during the lockdown special, which was um, probably the highlight episode of my entire career. Second to WrestleMania, I think. As well, yeah. The one that you did by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm two for two in doing this show solo, so... Uh, yeah. Thank God next year I'll have a new co-host. So that would be really great. Yeah, sure. Sure. Um, <laughs> now, I was going to say, you missed out on so much, but you really didn't, Josh. No. I unless you played the drinking game, which you probably would have had a great time and probably couldn't drive anywhere. Not that you should because we're in lockdown. No. So I listened to it on my way to and from work. So no, I was not playing the drinking game. <laughs> Thank God. Like, <laughs> thank you for being like a decent human being and not drink driving. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks. Um, but you're drinking now. So like, we might as well just yeah. play our own drinking game. I ca- I'm kidding. I cannot go through and edit another episode with all of those fucking dings. <laughs> they did my head in. <laughs> it took like all day to edit the episode. And by the time I was done, I was like, I need a nap. Like, I'm too exhausted. <laughs> and I'm way too hungover for this. Um, because it's always fun drinking. Uh and then editing an episode the day after because you're like, wow, this is a whole new experience. What did I listen to? <laughs> uh, yeah. But Josh, in some better news, because this episode is going to be a downer, I feel like. But in some really good news, um, we are, you know, four hours post NWA Empower. Yeah. The first ever Empower or women's pay-per-view. How fucking good was it? Can we just discuss it very briefly? Um, I think we watched two different shows. Why? What did you watch? Well, you seem to watch NWA Empower. I watched NWA Empower. 
<laughs> oh, that is right, because there was the third one running at the same time. NWA in power. <laughs> yeah. Mine had way more R's. <laughs> <laughs> mine, mine had an accent. Um, <laughs> what a good show. So I found out, right, yeah. so so NWA, I, I, and I could be, and I probably am very wrong. I think NWA in power is like their Raw or SmackDown, and this is just like the pay-per-view version of that show. So I don't think in okay. power... Uh, sorry, Empower is exclusive <laughs> to, like, the Mickey James product that we just watched. Does that make sense? Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's so, kind of that's kind of sad, but... It's a bit sad, but, like, you know what? First ever NWA all-women's pay-per-view. Yeah. Another fucking milestone for these women. And I'm so excited because we had all female refs, except for one who really needed some help. Um, And then <laughs> a sold-out show. We can just name, we can just name her Kyle. <laughs> That's pretty much the Kyle of like wrestling, right? <laughs> it's the Kyle of refs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh God, poor girl. Um, yeah. and Kyle. Uh, <laughs> what a good show! Like, so I. I yeah. It's weird because I watched this pay per view, mm. and then I watched SmackDown. Like, I caught up on SmackDown, Ugh. and fucking what two different worlds! You can definitely tell what is professional wrestling and what is uh, sports entertainment at this stage, at least to me. I did the same thing. Oh, I, really? <laughs> I watched um, Empower, and I was like, this is actually, like, really good. Like, there's some, like, wrestling. Yeah. You can see the story, like, inside the match sort of thing. And then you watch SmackDown, and I was like, oh, cool. Sick. Okay. Like, did you watch the, <laughs> did you watch the Fatal 4-Way? Y- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Mm. Hmm. It was a hard one to swallow, especially coming from, like, I don't know. This pay-per-view just did so much for me. It, it, I think it reignited, like, a bit of a love for women's wrestling. Yeah. Because the dub-dub just ain't doing it, you know? No. No. I, I was a little bit worried going into it because I was like, oh, like, it's going to be, like, low budget. I was like, oh, I wonder, like, how bad, like, is it really just going to be, like, like an empty, like, school gym with, like, a couple of crowd members sort of thing? But then it was actually really good. And, yes, it's a lower budget to what the dub-dub is, but... I enjoyed it a lot more. Ah, oh, 100%. I thought, well, like, sorry. Oh, just like, even like without all the like, um, replays and like the pyros and the like lighting and like everything, I, I still enjoyed it. And I was in every map. What I really enjoyed about it was like, yes, we missed like the, the production and like the beautifulness of it. But what I did really enjoy was that it was just pure wrestling. There wasn't a moment where we had to listen about their merchandise. We didn't have to listen about Saudi Arabia. We didn't have to listen to, like, another promo. Like, we got to the point. Yeah. We had, I think it was about eight-plus matches. Like, what the fuck? Like, it was just one after the other. I didn't need to know the story to know who the players were. Like, we were quick to pick it up, being like, oh, that's so-and-so from such-and-such. They're clearly, like, the face in the story. Like, it was just so good. And the commentary was just, it was excellent. It, there was, it didn't seem like they were like making anything seem less or overhyped. It was like, they were like acting how we were acting at home. Like it wasn't like, oh, there's like an elbow drop. And then like the dub dub is like, oh my God, there's an elbow drop. No way. God, yeah. I've never seen this before. It was very realistic and it didn't take you out of the map. Exactly. Yeah. I think another good point to raise about it was and this isn't to like shit on Dub Dub or Evolution or the Revolution and stuff, but I sat there and like we felt like this was historic, but it wasn't overplayed. Like it's not the first time the women have ever main evented Wrestle. 
you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't yeah. that. It was, this is the first time, like, let's do it. Let's fucking sell out. Let's do a good job. And everyone's like, okay, yeah, sick. We know what we're here for. We know what this is about. Yeah. Um, another highlight that I really liked about it, which was a shout out to, like, our Twitter friends because um, some of them were actually in, were selected or chosen, I don't know how, um, but they were Melina's paparazzi. That's so exciting. So we had DS from Ring the Bell and we had Ella J who does her own thing. Yeah. And yeah, it was pretty cool to see like the internet like us <laughs> yeah. be part of this because like obviously, uh, you know, we are big fan, fans of women's wrestling. So it's good to have that, I guess, I don't know, acknowledgement it's... or like a bit of a part of it ourselves. I like yeah. that. It was cool. It, it was nice for them to let us in. Sort of yeah, thing. I yeah. felt like we were included in this where, yeah, we just didn't have that with Evolution. No, yeah, it was very much like a you pay to see us like do our thing, yeah. we're going to do our thing, where like this was, mu- like everyone was involved, like yeah, all, all the camera people, all the backstage, like it was a like a family thing. I liked it. I really yeah. enjoyed it. I, I can't praise it enough. I will, well, I'm already re-watching it, so that's a good start. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was a great show. Good job to everyone involved. Fucking snaps. Snaps for you all. Now, match of the night for you. Oh, shit. Uh, match of the night for me would have to be the NWA Women's Championship match. Camille taking on legit... I can't remember her name, but it was just legit. <laughs> That's all I remember. L- uh, Leia. Leia, uh, yes. Legit Leia. Leila? Le- Leila? Yeah. Look. Yeah. Sorry that we mispronounced the names, but that was Match of the Night. It it told the story. The hits were hard. Like, And again, we didn't know the background between the two, but yeah. she had a kick-ass entourage. Like, yeah. It was great. That was Match of the Night for me, anyway. Okay. And in, what was yours? Sorry. Um, mine is the Impact Knockout Melina champ. and yeah. Diona. Yeah. yeah, that was a really good match. I thought the storytelling in it was phenomenal. I thought they both wrestled really well i guess yeah and melina can still hang she can still hang i really i i did enjoy that match i think that match has more of a hit on me as well because we know melina like yeah it's hard to be overly invested with these women that we don't know but they sold me enough like if this was a show like if empower was like a brand and this was it on a weekly basis like i'm in like yeah yeah definitely yeah i'd do it i'd watch it again um Unfortunately, though, Josh, yes, we have to take we have to take a really sad right turn and start talking about the dub dub. <laughs> that that was the car turning really hard. Oh, Josh, <laughs> how my head! Sorry, I should have put my seatbelt on. <laughs> Just kidding. It's Australia. We have to wear our seatbelts. Like we have to lean our guns. You know? No, not really. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> where do you want to pick up from for the dub dub? Let's start with SummerSlam. Okay, let's do SummerSlam because I have some very strong thoughts. Yeah. And I think SummerSlam is just going to take us naturally into the rest of it. Yeah. So instead of breaking it down this week into Raw and SmackDown, let's just go from SummerSlam, start from the matches, and we'll break it down into what's happened. Awesome. That we've missed. Let's start with Alexa and Eva. Yes, let's discuss the uh, three-minute 30 match, uh, roughly. Um, yeah. It wasn't good. No. It was a hard one to watch. Mm-hmm. Um. I think we're losing Alexa. We're losing uh, Fiend Alexa. I think it's the. I think the shtick's worn off. Yeah. And I think what's happened is, like, you know, she was in her old ring gear. She didn't have any like special special happening. 
And she did a Twisted Bliss and a DDT. Do you know what I mean? She hasn't done those finisher moves in a very long time. Yeah. Because she had that weird Sister Abigail DDT. Yeah. So I really think she's starting to... Um, I think they're reverting her back. I don't, I don't think they've got anything for her. So I think... Which is really good, I think. Like, I don't know. This obviously like hasn't hit the mark and everyone's sort of gone, oh, it's Alexa Bliss is the fiend. Where I think that we need to have her come back. So everyone's like, oh my God, it's Alexa Bliss. Let's get her back. Sort of thing. Like, Yeah, I agree. I, I tell you what I didn't like though. Well, I mean, I don't know. I'm in two minds about it. First of all, I'm like, yep, cool. Let's get Alexa Bliss back like as the women's champion again. Like let's get Alexa Bliss doing Alexa Bliss. Yep. But also I'm sad because... I just remember the Royal fucking Rumble. Like, when she came out, she started to transform. That's the Alexa Bliss fiend that I wanted to still have throughout this year. But I think that match shows that they don't have faith in it. So, like, no. that was the peak for that character. So, they're obviously not going to go anywhere else. So, let's not waste Alexa Bliss's time. Yeah. Sort of thing. Let's bring her back to the goddess and just move on. Absolutely. It's not working. Let's, yeah, let's... I don't know, whack her in the head really hard. And, oh, no, th- she's not possessed anymore. Yay. Like, let's let's move on. Yeah, or Lily moves on. Like, you know, like, the doll goes to Eva Marie or something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Lily moves on to a new friend, and then we have this new person. Yeah. And then eventually someone has to kill the doll. Anyway, it's probably going to be Nikki ass. But, um... Let's, let's just send Lily back to NXT. <laughs> let's just release her. We've <laughs> yeah. come to the terms and conditions of Lily's contract. Uh, we wish her all the best. In her future endeavors. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye, bitch. Um, <laughs> it's really sad because I really liked Lily and Alexa Bliss, but it's not doing it. Um, yeah, yeah. The only thing that we have left, and I think we're literally on, like, last wind here with it, because, like, the Eva Marie storyline's done because now Dewdrop has turned on her. Yeah. So we're going to get that for a while. But, and this is probably going to, like, spoil, so cover your ears, Kyle. Um Alexa Bliss said hello to the new Raw Women's Champion, Charlotte Flair. Yes. So, extreme rules. Like, let's go. I would be fine for Alexa to win it, but I don't think they're going to take... Sorry, we're done here with the Alexa Bliss storyline match at SummerSlam. Yeah. But she's going to challenge Charlotte Flair now. Um, Mm. Obviously, at extreme rules. Do we think... I would like to see Alexa Bliss win it, but I think they're going to give Charlotte a long title reign. What do you think? I think Charlotte's going to take it to Survivor Series. Yeah. Charlotte and Becky. You just can't fuck with that, can you? It's The story tells itself, right? But also in saying that, I did really think that we were going to get Charlotte and Becky at SummerSlam, and then the dub-dub shat on that for us. Um, So anything could happen, but I think the most likely will be um, Charlotte winning at Extreme Rules. Especially with Fiend Bliss. I don't think she will be champ. No. But can I just say that Alexa Bliss and Charlotte Flair have what it takes to make a match of the year contender easily. Yes. They, their SummerSlam match, oh, not their SummerSlam, their Survivor Series, ma- series match a few years ago. Fucking fire. I would suggest rewatching it. Yeah. Um, Alexa Bliss can hang. There's a big size difference, which you can tell in height-wise, um, which kind of threw them off a bit. But Alexa Bliss is so, un- like... I don't know. I feel like Alexa Bliss is in the underrated section. She's always like yes. the number one after the four horsewomen, right? Yeah. Where I think she could actually be above some of the four horsewomen. Yeah. I'm with you on this. Sort um, of thing. Yeah. Considering she didn't have a wrestling background, like yes. smashed it. Yeah. So and like, there's definitely things that she's better at than some of the four horsewomen. Like she's, I would say she's better than Bailey and Banks on the mic. Oh, 100%. 
Um, I think so. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. And also we have to remember that like, you know, Alexa Bliss has pretty much, actually Alexa Bliss has defeated each of the four horsewomen in previous times for titles. Oh, wow. Yeah. Except maybe Charlotte. I could be wrong on there, but she won her first title on SmackDown by like the tables match with Becky. Boom. Oh yeah. Yep. She, she defeated, uh, Bailey. Remember that this is your life segment. Yep. That happened. <laughs> and then she's also defeated Sasha Banks for the title as well. Wow. So Alexa Bliss, very underrated. Let's see what she does at Extreme Rules. I swear to God, if it's a Fireflies playground under the carpet, uh, swimming pool match, I'm going to fucking lose it. Yeah, I'm going to quit. <laughs> yeah, like if it's a cinematic match, like I'm done. Like I can't deal with this. Like we are, yeah. Total Recap will be an exclusive AEW and NWA show moving <laughs> forward. Yes. <laughs> My goodness. So that was one side of what happened in that match. And obviously Charlotte did defeat Nikki Ass and Rhea Ripley. Um in the triple threat match to become a 2000th time champion. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> I'm, I don't like it. No. Why like, did she like, why win did the we title take... to lose it to then win yeah. it again? Yeah. Like, I don't, yeah, that just annoys me. Like, I, I hate stupid shit like that. Like, if she's just going to win it back a month later. Yeah. Don't take it off her. Like. Right. Like, you just build it. Nikki up as this underdog instead of what they've done. Like, I don't know. I, I don't get it. I hate it. I'm so done with it, but I think Dub Dub listened to us when we were like, we, this isn't working, Vince. Like, send Nikki home. Yeah. And he took out the title off it, which I, thank God, first of all. Yeah. Um, like, I'm really happy that Charlotte's champ again, but I'm, I oh, don't yeah. like how it came about. I felt, oh, agree. I felt like there was a re-spark, though, uh, on Monday when Charlotte addressed the audience. You know, Charlotte was like, you know, I'm bringing women's wrestling back. Like, and she kind of just was like, this is a new um, evolution now. Like, this is another revolution. Yeah. She kind of like, I don't know. I think she kind of hit a reset button, which will be interesting to see how it plays out. Because obviously Alexa Bliss was like the first one to come out. Yeah. So I like that we're dropping Rhea and Nikki ass for a while. But I just hope that, like, this does lead to something. And, like, let's have Charlotte have a dominant reign. Yeah. Like, we've we've done it with Bailey, Becky, Banks, like they've all had these big ass fucking long reigns. It's time for Charlotte to do one. Exactly. But speaking of like probably the best thing to happen out of uh, Survivor Series is that Nikki Ass lost her title and she's now in a tag team with Rhea Ripley. I think you mean SummerSlam. And yeah. What, what did I say? You said Survivor Series. That's okay. <laughs> Classic. I'm always here to clean up your mess. Um, <laughs> Someone has to. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Naya and Shayna. That took on Rhea, oh, sorry, Nia and Shayna versed Rhea and Nikki. Yeah, they versed each other in a wrestling versing competition. Um, I hate, why are they a tag team to verse people? I don't understand that. So let's talk about like, first of all, Shayna and Nia Jax are back together. After they broke up, they're now back together. Yeah. But second of all, we are getting some recycled bull fucking shit with Rhea Ripley and Nikki ass. Because Nikki Ass, first of all, dumb bitch, is like, oh my god, like, I never give up. I get back on my feet. I was like, girl, you just lost your title. I would be crying. Like, yeah, sorry. Yeah. And then Rhea Ripley was like, yeah, I could really like smashing Shona's face in will make me feel great. Um, And then they won the match and then they hugged each other. And the only thing that it fucking reminds me of is RK Bro. Oh. It's like this 
you know, it's always that classic, like, younger sibling type storyline. So now Nikki Ass is, like, going to be, like, you know, the younger sibling to Rhea Ripley and annoy her. She's just going to be like, I'm tough and cool, but I'll protect, like, my friend. You know what I mean? Do we think we're going to get, like, Rhea Ripley with a cape? Like, is she going to, like, turn into, like, in quotations, like, a superhero? Like, I think, I think it's going to happen. They're going to make it so stupid that Rhea Ripley wears a superhero outfit or tries to, or there'll be comedy segments. Remember, like, Rosie and the Hurricane? Yeah. I think it'll be turned into something like that. Or the opposite is Rhea Ripley just beats the absolute shit out of Nikki Ass and reverts her back to Nikki Cross and they form a tag team because that is some good storytelling right there. So that basically, we're, we're going to get Rhea as a superhero and they're going to win the tag title. Yes, that's exactly what I said. Ignore everything else. <laughs> um, what I also thought about Raw this week as well was... Um, I just can't believe how much we're ignoring previous history. Like, we had a tag team match between Rhea Ripley and Shayna Baszler and Nikki Cross. Uh, Kesha, excuse me, miss. It's still the dub-dub time. Um, That's probably why she's growling. Um, <laughs> we don't understand, like, when Shayna got into the ring with Rhea, how did we all just forget, or how did the commentators not forget that Rhea was the one to take the title of Shayna? Remember that big fucking moment? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Like, Remember. their history, their matches that they've had together. Like, why is that not, like, being referenced? And why is Shayna, like, I, I can't comprehend how fucking dirty they've done Shayna still. Yeah. It's been two years. I'm not over it. Yeah, just the fact that they, like, didn't even bring up their War Games match. Like, nothing. Anything. Not, not a thing. And it's just, like, there's so much that you could build. Like, plant seeds for, like, in, like, like 12 months' time, you could come back and go, hey... Remember this? No, fuck you. Like, there's so much that they could have done, but they just missed opportunity. It's the dub dub. And everything is happening at the moment with, like, NXT rebranding. Yeah. Like, I think we're in for a really shit, like, last year of dub dub. Like, it's going downhill pretty fucking quickly. Yeah. Um. So that's kind of, like, what happened, at least, with Raw. So, um, yeah, sorry to cut you off there, but... um. Yeah, where do we go from here? Like, are we just going to get Rhea in a cape now? Like, what? Yeah, I think we're going to get Rhea in a cape and, an, like, a little eye mask thing. Oh, God. I can't even. Um, But speaking of tag teams, uh, Natty's back. Cool. I am I think I missed that. It's not in my notes. <laughs> oh, well, she returned. Cool. Um, She's back from her ankle and she lost. So, that's that. Um, But moving forward. Awesome. Um, Love that, Natty. Welcome back, girl. Um... So that was our second match in Survivor Series. Charlotte, oh, uh, fuck's sake, SummerSlam. Why am I, why am I getting this wrong? <laughs> uh. oh, um, so let's talk about the, the what, uh, what should have been the best fucking thing in the world that quickly turned to the shittest thing in the world. Shall we? Yeah, let's go the biggest disappointment of the modern era. Absolutely. Let's talk about the SmackDown Women's Championship match because I have very strong thoughts and I'm very upset. Ask me how upset I am. How upset are you? Very upset. Oh my god. Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> so first of all, the it was supposed to be the rematch, Bianca Belair taking on Sasha Banks. Yep. And I'm just going to caveat here and side note and say that Bianca Belair has had like a pretty dirty run um, because of like the I Quit match with Bailey that failed and now this match. Like she's had two really big matches, fuck her over. 
So, yeah. poor Bianca. Yeah. However, everyone, the rumor had it that they didn't know if Sasha Banks was going to return. And what happened was they did the promo package. They sold the T-shirts. They are still selling the T-shirts. Um, Bianca came out and then they said Sasha Banks was unable to compete and Mella would be the opponent. First of all, why not just tell us that Sasha wouldn't be able to compete, like, at the start of the night? Yep. Don't don't go through with it. Like, you, they clearly knew what was going on, right? And, sorry, spoiler alert, Becky returned, and it, it kills me that I had to say it in that tone because I can't even be excited. But the Dub Dub would have known days in advance that Sasha wasn't attending which is why they called Becky, who Becky then had to get fucking ring gear together. Do you know what I'm saying? It wasn't last minute that they called Becky the morning off and were like, get a flight here. Like, you know what I mean? They would have had to do the graphics, the promo, like the the music for Becky. Like they would have had to have it pre-fucking loaded. Not only that, they also had to print, make and get to them in time the t-shirt that says the man is back in Vegas. Exactly. It was so, I don't know. For them to be like, Becky was a surprise. Like, we didn't know. Like, you did know. And we're not fucking idiots. Like, stop playing it. Yeah. Like, it's... That's the thing that annoys me so much is how the Dub Dub treats their fans. Like... Yeah. We have the internet. We know she's not going to be there. Yeah. And with the reports as well that they're no longer scouting indie wrestlers, they're going to start molding their own superstars. Like... Dana Brooke. I don't know. Dana Brooke. Dana Brooke. (laughs) If you don't look like Dana Brooke, you can fuck off. We want you to do a flip, flex your muscles, and go home. Um... So, first of all, they really fucked it up. Um, the man returning should have been highlight of the fucking year, really. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Mella was, they before they ring the bell, Becky came out, like, welcome back, Becky, all, all of that. Becky attacked Carmella and then got on the mic and said, how about the man versus the EST, which could have been fucking match of the night. Why do they not give them the time slot that uh, Banks and Belair originally had? Yep. And the crowd were fucking wild. They're like, let's do it. Like, we were ready. We're like, obviously, you knew the outcome, right? Yeah. The man returning is instantly... It's the Charlotte effect. Becky returning, she's going to get everything that she needs straight away. Yeah. So, the bell rings. Becky goes to shake uh, Belair's hand. Uh, and this all happened within 27 seconds because they reminded us again on SmackDown. Uh, Becky went to shake her hand. Belair pulled her arm out to be like, okay, I'll shake it. And then Becky punched her, gave her a rock bottom, which is now known as the... What did they call it, Josh? Um, Something to do with... It was a pun on the man. The man slam oh, or something like that. Man, man handle slam? Man pump that's slam? Man handle slam. That's it. So, again, they knew what the fucking new finisher name was, but she was a surprise return. Get fucked. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so, gave her the new rock bottom, and she won. So, there's just so much to unpack there in 27 seconds, was that they buried Bianca Belair um, mm-hmm. after Bianca made history all throughout this whole year. Bianca has really held the SmackDown women's division together. With her and Sasha. And Bailey. And Bailey. Sorry, I forgot about Bailey. Um, and then then they just took her away in 27 seconds. Like, this could have gone to a no contest. Like, Becky could have just attacked her. But I tell you what should have fucking happened was Mella should have just lost, like, taken the L from Belair. And then as she's celebrating, boom, the man music comes out and she stares her down. And she's like, I'm back. Like, get like look out. Like, I'm next. Or even have them, like, like circle, like, the ring, like... um. 
Banks and Bella are like staring at each other and then have like Carmella and like Vega come out and like beat them up and then the two faces overcome it and then they just stare at them and then they stare at each other and then they go no 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 maybe a different night and then walk away yeah and, like, anything and like teaser sort of thing but I hate that the return of Becky Lynch is the third highlight in the last two weeks. Becky like, should have been like, we should have been here screaming her theme song in happiness that she's back. Like, yeah. anything, not just a 27 second match. Like, yeah. Dub Dub have serious damage control. It was overshadowed by Punk returning, and then, even for me at least, o- overshadowed by Empower. Yeah. Like, I'm more excited oh. by that than I am about Becky being back. I'm much more excited about Empower. And yeah. even Britt Baker. Just Britt Baker in general, like, yeah. turns me on. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Okay. What? So, the thing is, like, obviously everyone was pissed off about it. Becky, look, the thing is, it's out of Becky and Belair's control, right? They can only do what Vince McMahon tells them to do, yeah. which is bullshit. But, like, the what they did worse was Becky came out on SmackDown and she was like, well, 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 I'm back and some people are upset. And guess what? I don't care. And I was like, thank God. Like, I forgot that how over the man was. Mm. Like, I was like, oh, she's going to be heel. The crowd still fucking loved it. When she was like, oh, yeah. I don't give a shit that, like, I came back and took what's mine. Like, get fucked. And the crowd was like, yeah, fuck her. I like that. Yeah. And then Bianca came out and was like, I had to make a minute decision, like a last minute choice to put my title on the line. Like, come on, where's my rematch? And the dub dub were just like, yeah, nah, you, I mean, I liked that Becky was like, nope, like not tonight and walked off. That would have been fine. But then when you, but then what happened was like Vega, Mella and Liv returned and we'll put a pin in that one because I want to talk about her. Um, Sorry, can you put a pin in that? Thank you. Um, (laughs) So what I didn't like about this was. They basically just put Belair to the back of the line now. And then they had a fatal four-way elimination match that Belair had to earn again. I'm like, hang on now. Why couldn't it just be like, we didn't need these extra characters. Give them a separate storyline. Yeah. Like, like let Vega and Mella bully Liv for being in catering for two months and let that build up to a pre-show match at the next pay-per-view, right? Yeah. And just have this storyline between Belair and, uh, and uh, Becky being like, challenge me. Like, I want my fucking rematch. And... Becky's like, nope, sorry. Like, I don't have to do anything. Like, I'm the man. You know what I mean? Yeah. And make us wait for it. Don't make us make Belair jump through hoops because Belair's already had to jump through hoops. She won the fucking Rumble. Yeah? Yeah. It was just such a shit way to handle it. I'm just so disappointed in the last two weeks of Dub Dub wrestling. Yeah, I'm... It's just... Like, it's so disappointing. Yeah. There was... Like, we were sitting here for, like, months going, and then... Bex will come back and like this will happen and like this will happen. Yeah. And Vince just took the biggest shit on all of our dreams. Yeah. And but I mean, we're all gonna tune in next week to continue watching. So <laughs> I mean, we have a show to do. I don't know about you, but my contract <laughs> still says eight more episodes. <laughs> like <laughs> But it's yours just, only like, you know, we we are on a contract. <laughs> it's just it's just so frustrating because there's so many better options that they could have taken and they didn't. They just fucked with us. They uh, just... Yeah. Anyway, so Becky's back. Welcome back, Becky. I wish I was more happy for you. Yeah. Belair, I'm sorry how dirty they fucking did you. Yeah. Specifically after you made so much history this year. Um, Banks, hurry the fuck back up and get here. Um, and then let's 
talk about the final bit in SmackDown. Actually, no. Sorry, keep that pin in about Liv. Where's Tony Storm? Because she debuted on SmackDown, remember? And she hasn't been seen for like mm. a month or two now. And then in like a month of like, uh, she's been released. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, where is Tony Storm? Like, she was a face, right? So like, why is she not here? I don't know. I don't get it. Like, these SmackDown women have literally gone to shit so quickly, but not as shit as like Raw women, right? So that's good. Yeah, it's... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like they need to bring Tony back because they need more faces. Yeah, Tony and Becky, that'd be sick. So like Tony could show up and be like, can I have a shot? And then in front of Belair, Becky could be like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Like draw out this storyline. I don't know. Yeah. Um. Now, Josh, t- t- put, put that pin out. Take that pin out for me. Thank you. Let's talk about Liv Morgan because she finally returned after not being around since uh, Money in the Bank. And she got the Mm. biggest fucking pop. She got such a good pop. And I really hope... People are so behind her. She's always been over. Like, I love Liv. And everyone knows that I love Liv. And now she's, like, out of the right squad. So, like, we can see her have a solo career. But the fans are so over her. I don't know why Vince is just putting her in catering. Because it's... (laughs) I think she is the female version of Daniel Bryan, where the crowd is so behind her and so like, yes, we oh, yeah. want her, that Vince is like, nah, I don't want her. Like, just, just to spite us. <laughs> oh, I can see her doing really well still. And the thing is, um, the note that I really wanted to make about this was, in that Fatal 4-Way match, the elimination one, my only note to this is that Liv can hang. Like, yeah. I wasn't, you know, like you pick up on Zelina and sometimes you pick up on Mella as well. Like sometimes you're like, Ooh, hang on now. Like you just can't, you just can't quite sit with us. Yeah. But Liv and Belair, I was like, okay, I buy this. I, I could buy this storyline. Like Liv's a great seller. Liv's a good worker and she's only gotten so much better. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I think her and Becky would be so good together. I think give her the chance and she will yeah. go like she will hang with the best and put on great matches. Yeah. I watch her training videos and she's fire. Like, yeah, I think, I think what a good storyline would be is have her and Becky go like a, a pay-per-view or two, right? Have a, don't let her win. Yeah. But put the seed in our heads that she could be a, a rumble winner. Yeah. Or an elimination chamber winner. Like, I can see Liv getting to Mania and winning the title, like, and just killing it. Like, yeah, I don't know. She, c- We just need to start building these stars that aren't the four horsewomen, and this is not a new conversation. Um, But I'm sick of them pushing the same fucking women because I even have all of the match results here for the last two weeks, and it's Charlotte, Jax, Nikki, Rhea, and that's all it is with an inclusion of Shayna. Like, and then on SmackDown, it's Bianca, uh, Mella, and Vega. Like, those are the only women that we are utilizing Let's use Liv. Get her in there. Yeah. Oh, anyway, so <laughs> who knows where we're going with this, but welcome back, Becky. Congrats. <laughs> yeah, welcome back, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, Josh, do you have anything else you'd like to uh, discuss? Oh, actually, I do. There's one thing that I want to discuss. Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez, what a good match, but Dakota should have won at TakeOver. Just saying. Thank you for your input. No worries. Now, anything <laughs> else you'd like to conclude with, Josh? Fuck you, Kyle. all right we're gonna take a super quick break because when we come back josh yes it's time to wrap up the draft (gasps) the what (laughs) the what 
<laughs> yeah, SummerSlam's done, which means season two draft is over. So let's take a breather. Let's take a woosa. And then when we come back, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. <laughs> oh, no. Hey, everybody. Hi, everybody. Welcome, welcome back. back. Why would you do that? <laughs> <laughs> You're such a dick, even when you're not even in the same house. Oh. Uh, it's good, isn't Fuck. it? <laughs> no, it's not. I hate it. Uh, Josh? Dan? Let's talk about the draft. If we have to. Well, we kind of do. Like we <laughs> contractually obliged, like obligated to do this, mate. Um, all right. So, all right. guys, as you all know, the draft is where both Josh and I, we have competing brands. I have Team Dynasty. Josh has Team High Voltage. And between WrestleMania and SummerSlam, each of our brand roster team member superstars compete for in a point-based system. Um, one point if they're in a match, two points if they win, and three if they win a title. And at the very end of the show... Um, well, at the end of the draft, anyone who has a champion will also get an additional bonus point. Now, the loser must buy the winner a bottle of alcohol. And SummerSlam is our last event that we have that concludes the draft. You following, Josh? Oh, I'm here. Beautiful. So, uh, one caveat that we should also describe is... um, Actually, no, I'm not going to get into that caveat just yet. Let's pick up where we left off because in our last draft update, uh, Team Dynasty was on 123 points and Team High Voltage was on 128 points. Yes. I think. Let me just double check that one. I think that was correct. Yeah. 128. Yes. So we went into um, SummerSlam mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. Our, and also with our bonus points, I, it really kills me to say this. But for the second time in a row, Josh, you are the winner of the draft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On 151 points to my 143 points. So let's also let the listeners know. Yep. Okay. So that's where I, that was the caveat that I didn't want to discuss. But cool. since we're here, yeah. Um, at the Royal Rumble this year, we actually had an additional uh. Uh, trap card, right? Um, which was if whoever could guess the Royal Rumble winner would receive the cash in... No, wait. I don't know if it was with your number or if you guessed the winner. I think it was with your number. You, If your number had won the Royal no, Rumble... No, no. I think I guessed it because I had Bianca twice. I had her as a number and I'm pretty sure I guessed. Okay. Well, then there you go. Easy enough. So... Whoever, whatever the rules was, well, I'm not going to go back and listen, but there was a rule yeah. that if whoever was correct in the Royal Rumble would win the very first cash in the bank briefcase that you could use to cash in during the draft. So Josh being the dickhead that he is, mm-hmm. um, cashed in, cashed in mid SummerSlam. Yeah, I did. Right, bef- right before the start of the Raw Women's Championship triple threat match. <laughs> and... I guess now's the time that we can tell everybody that the recipient of the cash in the bank, this could change next year. We don't know. Like, we, we haven't even been renewed for season three. <laughs> but this year, the cash in the bank stipulation was this. Josh was able to take one of my superstars and their points. <laughs> so, <laughs> the, the, only, the oh. only kind of... <laughs> so, you cashed him. Um, and the only good thing is... Um, we don't give the weekly updates in terms of how many individual points you get. So it's kind of like a pick. You have to kind of pay attention to women's wrestling. Which yeah. luckily, Josh, you co-host a show about. So you should know. Um, 
Josh cashed in and took Charlotte Flair, <laughs> my <laughs> second highest scoring superstar <laughs> of the season, to his team, taking a total of 26 points with him. Oh, yeah, I did. So, um, unfortunately, it means that our overall scores are a little bit disappointing. So, on 117 points is Team Dynasty. Mm-hmm. And then 177 points <laughs> is Josh <laughs> and Team High Voltage. Oh, it feels good to be the king. Fuck you. <laughs> how do you win? E- I don't get how you just win everything. Anyway, Josh, congratulations. I'm going to clap. <laughs> I'm gracious in defeat, but bitter at heart. Um, so congratulations on winning the two times in a row. Hold on. So that's fucked. Can you say that part again? No, I don't repeat myself. Thank you. Um, so the gun trophy, the golden gun trophy remains yours. Yep. (laughs) And when the lockdown ends, I will buy you a bottle of whatever. So now is your chance to claim what bottle of alcohol you would like to have and also give your, uh, GM winning speech. Um, I would just like to thank... Thank you very much, Josh, for your time. Uh, (laughs) I just wanted to say I would like to thank myself for picking such a great team. Um, and my end, to end my speech, I just want to say, fuck you, Kyle. <laughs> Can I just say though, this is the second year that I got fucked over because Sasha Banks left, right? And then someone else got injured and no, Bailey was taken off and injured. Mm. Um, but then you picked fucking Nikki Cross as your goddamn diamond <laughs> pick. <laughs> Yeah. And she somehow got the biggest fucking push out of every every asshole here. She was the only non-four horsewoman to get a push. Yeah. <laughs> like And then Sasha Banks had to finally return and give me two points before she left again. <laughs> so thank you very much, Sasha Banks. Oh, I'm anyway, so... Josh, congratulations. I'm so good at this. <laughs> yeah, thank you. It's okay. Award season's coming up, so <laughs> <laughs> lose, lose. I've got to win something. <laughs> Anyway, guys, um, that's it, Josh. So what would you like me to buy you when I'm next at the alcohol store, which is probably like tomorrow? Um, I would like some time to think about it. <laughs> okay, sure. You have four business days. Like. Oh, four business days. Okay. <laughs> yeah, cool. Um, that's it. So, Josh, do you have anything else you'd like to conclude with before we wrap up our very first uh, virtual episode? Does that make sense? Virtual lockdown episode. Yeah, lockdown episode. That we do together. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I am very excited to see more about what comes out of AEW and NWA now that I've seen Empower. I agree with you. And actually, our next episode, we would have seen... um, All Out. uh, All Out. All Out. Mm. I forgot the name. I didn't know if it was Double or Nothing or not. No. All Out. But All Out is coming. There's another Casino Royale. And also, Britt Baker will be uh, defending her... AEW World Women's Championship. So I'm very fucking excited. Yes. Stay tuned and you'll get her recap. <laughs> Maybe. Depends <laughs> if uh, the bosses will let us talk about it on the show. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Total Recap, your podcast about the women of WWE. I have been your co-host, Dane, and always is our head of security, Kesha. And thank you, Josh, for taking the time to learn Discord. And thank you to your partner for teaching you how to hit a record button on a microphone and a computer. So... 
if you guys are interested in keeping up to date with us, do not forget to follow us on Twitter at Total Recap Show. We also have a website as well, TotalRecapShow.com, where you can find all of our available streaming platforms, including our email address. Email me like it's 2000 or something, you know what I mean? But don't send me chain mail because I'm not going to forward it to five people. And it kills me, Josh, that I reference this and I don't think you know what I'm talking about. No idea. <laughs> no! <laughs> What's an email? What's a Yahoo? <laughs> a what? Oh, don't worry. Anyway, guys, <laughs> thank you so much. Uh, stay safe. Please wear a mask. And please, guys, like, I'm just going to say this once, well, every episode, get fucking vaccinated. Sign up for it. Come on. Like, let's not be dumb cunts here. Anyway, guys, bye. Bye. E-W. E-W.